Dios. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is paying 101. The instructor is Casey Jones. Movies, comic books, movies based on comic books. Excelsior! Video games, toys, TV shows. Professional wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! All the things you got made fun of for in high school. So grab your action figures, bag and board your comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. And we're alive. Sort of. Yeah. Are we? In a kind way. Of. What the fuck? A little this bit. This is not <laughs> the way we start the show. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, I'm drunk. I'm not drunk. Ish. I've been drinking, yeah. which is always the way we start. Oh, sure. Your pants are still on, though, so I need you to fix that. There's gray sweatpants. You can see the outline <laughs> of my erection. Uh, don't adjust your sets. This is Talk Nerdy to Me. I, of course, am your host, Captain. Nope. Oh! Come on. Nope. Nah. Nope. I've uh, been trying that for three years. Yeah. He got me once. I he did, did get one me time. once when we were closing out the show. It's yeah. awesome. It's like the one time the <laughs> rabbit got tricks. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> this is Obi John filling in for Captain Chris, who was out, uh, I assume, viciously tracking down and taking revenge on uh, the hooligans. <laughs> I told him I would go to Bowling Green and help him hunt the meth tweakers, but he has not commented. Uh, with me on the... Uh, Upturned stool that is this show. We have. It's getting easier to sit on. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I don't even flinch anymore. <laughs> it's just, it's natural. It's welcoming. I've started to look forward to it. Mm-hmm. I miss it when it's not there. Uh, the most creatively named man in all of podcasting and the best hair on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's close enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and joining us. Thankfully, he's back. We missed him. We're never letting him leave again. <laughs> Until next year. Hold on. We, we got to do this right. Oh, okay. We got to do this right. I feel like, I feel strange. He's getting you, up and walking around the room. I'm not sure what's happening. No, you don't have any. Oh, hands. there we go. I there we go. In my hand at all times. Yeah. 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 Thank you. It Thank felt you. weird. It felt weird. Wait. Let me see the uh, the BPRD pistol. What is it? The um, Oh, the Samaritan? The Samaritan. Yeah, yeah. Right. Let me see that one. I just didn't want to knock shit over because no, it's, it's not it's my it's, room. It's, it's going to happen. No, no, no. I'll, yeah. Oh, yeah. There you yeah. go. Mm. <laughs> okay. I wish you could see it, guys. He's licking it like Holtzman from Ghostbusters. It's, yeah. it's kind of hot. I'm actually sexier than Holtzman, so. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, by default. Sorry. <laughs> it's Julian. Where are my fucking white claws? No, 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 no. We should have stopped for There's a second. There's probably something in the fridge in Whitney's drawer. Just go nuts. I'm telling you, man, if we ever go to that fucking restaurant again, I'm fucking punching a baby. Because it just. <laughs> it seems like every time I go with you. There's some kind of fuck up because hey look I'm a, a high school dropout I don't know how to run <laughs> a goddamn cash register or whatever the little remote thing is to ring in some chicken tenders. It's a smartphone. It's a fucking smartphone. There's pictures of the menu items like literally just <laughs> pointy talkie man like you want chicken bam. On top of that, it's legitimately like I've seen them ring in shit. It's color coordinated. It's we we're, we're getting a late start. We decided to grab a bite before we started the show, and that turned into about a three well, and a half no, hour on, ordeal. No, no. We tried to grab a quick bite. You're right. Yeah, that's probably pretty dusty, Julian. I don't uh, I don't dust that oh, shelf. Oh, that's fine. 
ever. So I'm that's a, probably knock the dust off of it like your vagina. What? <laughs> I didn't say stop. Okay. <laughs> this is talking ready to me. Why is it always that whenever we do these, it's just fucking banana oh, yeah. monkey shit off the rails? God knows what, because I think... Because we're all in person. Yeah. That's fair, and uh, normally you're the voice of reason, and Captain Chris keeps us on like on track, but then here lately, man, he's just kind of faded in the background, just let me roll, and that's... I we like just, it. We, I just like, it. <laughs> we just like hearing from you. I just keep telling myself not to go grab two white claws out of Whitney's drawer for us. I'm telling I you told to. you to go do it. All right, well, fair enough. I'll be right back. White claws! Right, so while he's gone... <clears throat> by the power of white claws... <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're, we're live in, in that we are recording this live in person. A uh, little peek behind the curtain for you. Usually it's over internet connections. Uh, so the show isn't live for you guys. We're live in person. It'll be a fun show. In living color. Do what you want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. Oh, uh, so it's going to be crazy. It's going to be loose. We only have one topic today, uh, and it's going to be real, kind of quick, loose, down and dirty. Uh, I'm sure we'll find something else. Oh, we'll, we'll fill time. I ain't worried about that. <clears throat> but uh, so fuck Judy- it, we're doing it live. <laughs> Come on, O'Reilly. <laughs> Here we go. What you got? Two black cherries. Perfect. Blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. <laughs> get get him close to camera. Come on, there you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Cheers, brother. Right there for you. Mm. Thanks, Whitney. <laughs> else will never hear this so it's fine it's okay just john's like you one, john's the one who's gonna get in trouble you know if you ever listen to the podcast you'd be about 20 dollars richer and i will now have to go back into the archives for those episodes i don't know i'm gonna have to come up with a new thing for him to say you're gonna have yeah, to yeah I'm gonna. well no actually uh, now that i have the like i have a desk job i actually listen to the show every week so Gosh, okay okay did you ever pick up on the catchphrase, the thing you had to come say to us to get a dollar? Uh, river baby buggy bumpers? I mean, that's But you didn't say it in the voice of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, 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 can't do it. No. I had a crisp dollar bill for you. Mm. Almost had it, didn't you? I know. Oh, like the fisherman on the state farm. Oh, almost had it. <laughs> so today's only topic, uh, and I don't think we'll stay on it too long, given the way we're going. So it'll go well for everybody involved. We were going to launch the show with uh, Captain Chris telling us about his experience at GalaxyCon last weekend, uh, where I do believe he met Batista. But um, did he ask how big his dick was? We'll have to we, wait and hear that next week. Yeah, we'll have That's to find fair. out because he is not here for the aforementioned reasons. Um, we probably shouldn't say too much about that. We might be his alibi later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you mean Captain Chris, who's just sitting tied up in the corner? Yeah, just sitting there really quietly in the corner, uh, running the mixer for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's him. That's him. Yep. Yeah, we gave engineer. Hey guys, that's not a butt plug. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Everything is if you try hard enough. Anyway, so we were going to start Pineapple? the show. Uh, cactus. With him uh, telling us GalaxyCon stories, and then we're going to segue just into a, a loose conversation, discussion, whatever, of our favorite stories from the various conventions we've been to. Uh, we've been to a lot at this point. If, if you rack up all the cons we've been to collectively, I think we range everything from C2E2 to Dragon Con to uh, everything in between. Didn't someone go to New York Comic Con one year? Am I making that up? No, I really wanted to the year they had the Pretty Little Liars panel. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I am like... San Diego Comic Con adjacent. I there know a girl who's a volunteer there, so that was cool. <laughs> I lived vicariously through her. Nice. Evidently, she played, or I think it was the same year Jason Momoa was playing slap hands with Star Wars fans. Okay. And uh, 
Evidently, he's a giant Star Wars nerd. I'm not which surprised. makes me happy. I mean, I was already going to fuck him, or would have fucked him. <laughs> I mean, now I'll probably swallow. I mean, you, you can still hope to one day. Not would have. There's still a chance you could. I mean, yeah. He doesn't like Trump, though, so I gotta... That'd be the only <laughs> thing we disagree on. Just don't talk politics. Yeah, just talk... Just let him bang it out one time. Ask no, him. if I'm on top, I'm wearing my MAGA hat. I'm just telling you. That's Ask him all those Stargate Atlantis questions I know are That was. Ronan Dex. That was one of my was favorite shows. Show. Uh, he was fantastic. Do you know that his dreads got so long and so heavy that he gave himself, like, whiplash? And yeah. he ended up, like, the last... Two seasons, they were like it was a wig. Yeah. He had to cut his dreads. Well, no, out. and it was for Conan too. Is when he like took the dreads out and everything. It was before that. No, oh, was it? Oh, yeah. I thought he it was grew his hair time. back out for Conan. Oh, okay. That's what yeah, I'm pretty sure Atlantis was canceled before that. Okay. Was it canceled? I thought it went like five seasons. It did. Well, it it, it went five seasons, but they canceled it after the five. So it, it, it well, went it, like, ended, it it had a bookend. It it ended up being it amazing. went like two seasons after SG One got canceled, and yeah. they were going to do a bunch of like TV movie things for SG One, and those weren't doing well, so they basically just wrapped everything up. Yeah, uh, Atlantis was my favorite though. I always Atlantis was good. Was good, uh, Rodney. Rodney! <laughs> Rodney McKay. That's a fun character to watch. You watch him when he first pops up on SG-1. Yeah. He's a total fucking prick. And then just through Atlantis, where he's still a fucking prick. But he becomes but <laughs> an endearing fucking exactly. prick. Exactly. Yeah. Like uh, you. Aw. It's Julian. He's an asshole. But he's our asshole. asshole. <laughs> and when he's not that's around... A great, that's a hot tub time machine reference in mm. case you... Kids at home weren't keeping up. When he's not around, other people have to yell at convention volunteers. What? No. Who yells at No, not me. No, <laughs> no it wasn't you. <laughs> was it you? Do you remember that? First convention story that we'll jump Story time! This was, not, this was two years ago? At, oh, yeah. Was it LCTC? It was Scarefest 2018. Wait, I was there. What happened? You, you were, were over there Friday. That I had drilled out. Yeah. Really yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were walking around doing like a live from the con floor thing, uh, and and apparently I didn't have a press pass on, mm-hmm. so the guy came and started yelling at me for filming near the celebrities. <laughs> you, sir, you've gotten too close to meatloaf. <laughs> he <doesn't, laughs> he's afraid you'll pick him up on your your ninety eight camcorder. And it wasn't that I was taking pictures of people. I was clearly on selfie mode with us, and yeah. they were in the background. And he came up and started trying to tell me we couldn't record there. Now I've been to Scarefest every year since two thousand nine. I'm not on staff, but I'm there a lot. I know mm-hmm. how it works. I know how the photo policy. So I basically told this volunteer, I was like, "Fuck off." Yes, I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was essentially what I said to him. I think I was a little, uh, I don't think I said fuck. But, uh, you were ruder, but more polite at the same time. <laughs> like, you didn't curse, but you were you were still pretty he's, fucking... He was like, you guys can't film here. I'm like, yes, we can. That's literally why we're here, is to film and promote your convention. There are signs everywhere saying filming is in progress. Because that was the year they had the big, uh, like, yeah, they had the video big camera yeah, tower yeah, yeah. thing set up. Uh, anyway... Uh, so yeah, basically chewed him out, and then we started walking, and maybe, what, 30 seconds later, uh, his supervisor, I guess, came running after us. It's like, hey guys, hey guys, hey guys, and we stopped and turned around, and you could tell he was about to, like, But then he saw out. Flanagan and I was He saw you guys running the yellow media passes, and he goes, oh, never mind, I just make sure people can see those, and then turned off and yep. walked off, and I was like, oh. Turned around and walked off. Remember that time we, uh, 
were we weren't really trying to get Billy D. Williams in the background, but he just kind of happened to be in the background. And his douchebag manager came out and was like, "Hey, you can't do that." And I was like, "Nobody gives a fuck about Billy D. Williams. Go get me a Colt forty-five, you douchebag." There's a reason that Billy D. Williams was like he didn't have one of the big lines. He was off on one of the little sides with like the spots for like eight people to wait in your line. Yeah. He was selling, like, knockoff Return of the Jedi posters for, like, $200. And what was the other one? There was the Colt 45. And the best movie you ever did was the fucking Ladies, man. Don't act like... Dude, that was, like, 96. Like, get the fuck out of here, Billy D. I know you need a paycheck. <laughs> Which is why I'm so frightened about the next Star Wars that he's back in it. That old fucker. Oh, come on. We miss Lando. I miss uh, New Lando. <laughs> New Hotness Campino. Lando, yeah. <laughs> New Hotness Lando. Chabas Solo Campino. was fucking fantastic. I don't care what anybody says. Fight me if you didn't like Solo. Was good. Solo. Yeah. Yeah, but so the moral of that story, kids, is if you're at a convention, just act like you know what you're doing. Yeah, and just be 90, wild. 90% <laughs> of the time, uh, you'll you'll get your volunteer people to bat down from yelling at you. Well, if, we're, if we're telling stories that... Uh, End in hilarious ways. I gotta. I know I've talked about it before. We gotta go back to the edge and Christian. I knew that was coming. It was so good. Well, the thing is, like, we're waiting in line, and we get in line probably what thirty minutes before the photo op starts, or something like that. At least we stopped thirty or forty five. We legit stopped. We got line beers. Yeah, no, we didn't get line beers. We got line ice cream. That's what it was. (laughs) We got line ice cream because it was Rupp Arena. Yeah, the Borden uh, soft serve vanilla chocolate twist. Oh hell yeah! (laughs) I've got a T shirt. That says, I came for the ice cream, but stayed for the basketball. <laughs> so we're waiting in line, and like, that's when they made the announcement on Supernatural, like, ending in season 15. So we, you pull up the video, and like, three people gather around to watch it, and one of these fucking nerds who I've never met before in my life legit start. Do you remember the dude that started crying? Yeah. So it's just like, we're just like awkwardly standing there, and this kid's like crying, and Julian just like puts his phone away and like slowly <laughs> turns to just face me. <laughs> So then, like, I'm I'm so nervous. I'm yeah, just... if you want to make me awkward, cry in front of me <laughs> as a grown-ass man because the TV about show a, got canceled. a fucking soap opera got canceled, yeah. yeah. It's not even really a TV show. It's a soap opera. Let's call it what it is. Telemundo is more <laughs> is better acted than the last couple seasons of Supernatural. So, you know, we get in for the Edge and Christian photo, and I really wanted to do this, like, prom-style photo of, like, me and Julian behind Edge and Christian, like, holding them like it would be a prom photo. Edge just, he's like, absolutely not. Like, but he says it in a very joking manner. So, like, I'm laughing so hard at his joke, I'm blinking in the first picture. So we go, we pick up the photo, and I'm just kind of like, fuck. I paid way too much money for this, and I'm blinking in the picture. The dude notices, and he sends us back to the line. Well, totally cool. Yeah, totally he was fine awesome with it. Though. I guess it's a thing. Yeah, if you yeah, break, yeah. they'll send you back. He just sent us right back to the beginning of it, or, you know, took us back to the exit. And he's like, hey, we had someone blink. Edge looks over and just goes, of course it was you. <laughs> well, uh, the funny thing is, we retake the photo. You and Edge have the exact same expression. <laughs> except face. he's blinking. Yeah, he's like laughing his ass off. You're like holding each other all awkwardly. And me and Christian are doing the exact same pose. Not planned. We're just like looking like tough guys. Yeah, Edge and I are arm in arm. Because the yeah. thing is, we go back in there and Edge is like, if you're nervous, I can hold you. And I just look at him and I just go, please do. <laughs> I still <laughs> need that fucking photo. I know. Uh, we only got one copy of it. You can make a copy though. I've got a scanner. Okay, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, so... We so we go back. We we get the picture. It turns out great. I love the way it looks. And we we go back on the show floor. We run into Adam and Jared. Mm-hmm. So we're standing on the floor, show talking to them. And I feel someone come up and hug me from behind. 
I 200% think it's you. Like, I 100% think it's John. I turn my head and I look, and Edge is just like, head on my shoulder, just looking up at me, smiling. And I just like, lose it. I'm just like, holy fucking shit. Like, I look over and I'm like, that's fucking Edge. I'm like, why the fuck is Edge hugging? I mean, I know why he's hugging, but why is he hugging? Like, why is he, like, why did he take the time out of his day to come hug him again? Like, it was fucking cool. I wanted a hug. I was like, where's Christian? <laughs> and then we, uh, so, you know, we, 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 basically all our stories involve us drinking beer waiting on something. Well, to finish that story, we ended up going to their panel oh, yeah. that was later that day. And uh, I'll be goddamned if, you know, he just like, well, there's those two assholes. that we. <laughs> He's like, there's my buddy that I've been hugging all day. And that's where Weird Embracing Guy came weird from. Embracing weird guy. Embracing yeah. Guy. Yeah, he, he called you out like three times during oh. the panel. Oh, yeah. Christian just sat there and was like, I don't know what it is. but No, Christian called me out a couple times. He did. But, yeah. I mean, Christian was just like, I don't understand what's going on. Yeah. He's like, did you just meet your soulmate because Christian in made- Kentucky? <laughs> We're Canadian. He's like, you're not allowed to do that. Because yeah, Christian, at one point, he's like, you know, you, you ever sleep through your alarm? He's like, you finally wake up, weird embracing guys there. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's next to you. Christian's like, no, no. I paid extra for the good drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> so your, your story panel uh, reminds me of, he slipped out and saw you. I had a very similar reaction a couple years back when Uncle Joe Bob was there. Mm. <clears throat> From minute one that he got on the floor, I was at his table. He was my end-all, be-all for that scare oh, yeah. I was, uh, He signed all my books. <clears throat> he signed a poster for me. I went to go back in a t-shirt and didn't. So throughout the con, I'm there to get stuff signed. And I keep bringing people over. Like... Uh, Grit, I think B. Rye, Scott, like just, the, I, I kept we yeah, yeah that awesome I just, picture with I Joe just, Bob. Just yeah. kept coming back over with every time I came over, I was with a new person, and 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 he made some offhand comment. And one was like, "You just keep bringing me money, don't you?" And I was like, "I'm trying to help you." <laughs> I wanted to call him Uncle Joe Bob, but I didn't. So I think it was Saturday afternoon was his panel, yeah. which was criminally under uh, attended. attended. Yeah. There were maybe, what, 25 people? 25, 30 tops. Like, which was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as he sits down and, and taking a look across the crowd, he stopped dead on me. I'm just like, <laughs> stupid way of like, hi, it's me again. <laughs> the, the Joe Bob panel where it was me, you, Captain Chris, my buddy Jesse and his wife. Me, you, and Jesse all asked questions. And so few people asked questions, you got to ask two I did. It was awesome. Yeah. Oh, I missed Joe Bob. Yeah. Sorry, uh, but uh, that's always fun when you when you build that rapport with a celebrity and then they recognize you yeah. later. That happened to Kemp uh, a couple times with the MSC3K guys at DragonCon to the point that by like the third or fourth year we went, they knew him by name. That's not and surprising. like we're expecting him to be there. That's, <laughs> that's not awesome. Surprising. That is cool. Yeah. Not surprising, but cool. Very cool. Yeah. So cool. Uh, but that that same con that we met Edge and Christian, we got to meet uh, Val Kilmer and Michael Bean. Yeah, and it was weird. Like I'd always heard Michael Bean was a fucking asshole. Always heard that. I was like, I've, every heard, time, I've heard that too. Yeah, we all. And I always heard Val Kilmer was like a super asshole. Then he was super cool once he got fat, and then he was an asshole again once he lost all the weight for like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and all that. And then he became 
super nice again once he had the cancer. And it was so weird because he was so, like, out of it. Like, yeah. we walked up there and he was, like, shaking the hand of, like, no, like, the air. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if he was making a joke or if he was just, I don't know, out of his mind on the cancer med. But fucking Michael Bean was like, we got to make this picture look good. He's like, I'm shorter than you. And he's like, that doesn't happen very often. I was like, you're like 6'2". I mean, that happens to me all the time. And he's like, oh, i got to be in the middle. This is my good side. And I'm just like, what in the fuck is going on? And he was laughing. He was so cool. Man, he he looked so really nice. serious in the picture, but he was so fucking nice. Um, Johnny him. Ringo. Yeah. Just the fucking badass, man. So he was at, I want to say Scarefest, a while ago. Oh yeah, uh, like and I 2012. Yeah, that's where I met him. Uh, and I was listening to the Ghostbusters had a booth, so I was there before everybody else was. As soon as he got to his table, I walked up and I was like, "Hey, I don't know if you're open for business yet. I can go fuck off." And I was like, "No, no, dude, come on up, come up." And and signed my autograph, and we had a quick chat, and I told him the story of you know <clears throat> when I was like 10 and had that light bulb moment when I realized that Kyle Reese and Dwayne Hicks are the same fucking guy. <laughs> it's like, how could any one man be that badass? Uh, and he, he, you know, it was super nice, and he might have been, you know, blowing sunshine out my ass, but he laughed at my story and shook yeah. my hand. Super nice. By the end of that day, all I heard were horror stories about he wouldn't sign this and he wouldn't do that, and I was like, the same fucking guy. Yeah. So something bad must have happened halfway through the day that just shit like... must have tried to get him to sign. Well, no, that's like every every story I've heard about a fan interaction, uh, like just out in public, not at a signing or something with Randy Orton, has just been this fucking horror story. And then I have this amazing story about how we met, we talked, we traded shirts, and he was just the nicest guy on the fucking planet. Uh, I won't go into the full story because it didn't happen at a convention. But I will use that to segue into uh, getting a chance to meet one of my favorite celebrities. Uh, at Scarefest, I worked the hospitality suite for three years in a row. Mm -hmm. And the second year I was there, and it was the first year, uh, Jake Busey was at Scarefest. And I was so stoked. I was so nervous because, like, you know, it's Jake fucking Busey. He's the man. Mm -hmm. uh, Everybody <laughs> ought to have a friend yeah, like him. That's that's kind of a stretch to call him the man. He was yeah. the best part of the Predator. Wait, which was the oh the newest the one? most recent one? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even it's, better, it's dog than shit. Olivia Munn. Yeah, and Keen Peel. I yeah. know they're two people, but yeah, it's no, like no. kid and play. They're one person. <laughs> you hear what's yeah, no, that, that, that movie's dog shit, except for his cameo. Yeah. Um, Interesting, but you know, I was like super nervous, and I'm just like my buddy Josh Thacker's down there with me on the show floor, and he's like, "We're gonna walk up to him." And he's like, "You know, just say hey, be be cool." And as we're walking towards the entrance, he just passes us walking to the elevator, and I'm just like, "Do we turn around?" He's like, "Fuck yes, we turn around." So we go back. We're on the elevator with him. We introduce ourselves. And we're like, "Hey, we're working the hospitality suite. If you want to come up, get some food, hang out, whatever." And so the room is dead. Like, it's literally the people working in there, and that's it, when we get this knock on the door and in watch Jake Busey. So I got to have this, like, sit-down, like, 20-minute conversation with Jake Busey, got, like, the selfie, and, uh, you know, I sent it to my dad, and I was like, I got to meet Jake Busey. He's like, well, if you see him again, tell him I really enjoyed him in Contact. I'm like, all right, cool. Contact, like the alien movie, yeah. like where she drops through the, yep. the yeah. thing? He's the extremist religious guy yeah. that tries to bomb the platform. Oh, mm -hmm. that's right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the end of the day. I'm going to try and hunt down Captain Chris because I was working the hospitality suite and he had to drive my car home. And, true story, <laughs> he'll vouch for that. Uh, 
So I walk down the show floor and I'm like, well, I need to, I need to go talk to, to Jake real quick. So I walk up and I'm like, Hey, it was really nice to meet you. Thank you. I was like, Oh, you, cause he was, I didn't realize he was Friday, Saturday only that year. Oh, okay. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, Hey man, I really, and I know this is going to sound weird. I was like, my dad really wanted to tell you he enjoyed you in contact. He like stops packing up his stuff, like stands up, like puts his hand up to shake my hand. And he's like, please tell your father. Thank you. <laughs> and I was like, I will. Thank you so much, Jake Busey. <laughs> well, I mean, you think he gets most of the press from what? Um, Starship, Starship, Starship Troopers, Troopers yeah. yeah. And maybe the From Dust Till Dawn show now. Yeah. Didn't but. you say he plays Sex Machine in that? Mm-hmm. I still haven't watched all of that. I watched part of season one. I haven't got that far. Yeah, I think I think it got canceled. I think it's all on Netflix now. Yeah. Because it was on El Rey, right? Yeah. Is that even still a thing? I don't think so. <sighs> Who fucking knows? <laughs> so, it, it's funny because... You're a goddamn mooch, and we've developed this pattern of every it's time we go it's to true. A, it's true. A, uh, a con together, we always get pictures together, which is totally fine. Yeah. It's worked out really well. It started so, with Walton Goggins, right? Walton Goggins, yeah, because you just jumped in the line. It was like, because uh, I got a pop sign by him, and we got a couple selfies. It was cool. He was super nice. He's a, sweet, he's a salt of the earth, sweetest guy. And then we met... Um, and he insulted Ohio. He did. We talked shit about Ohio. <laughs> we talked about how awesome Kentucky was. But then what was, who's the fucker that uh, used to be in the Misfits? Wolfgang von Frankenstein or something like that? Yeah, that fucking, what, is it Wolf, it's Wolfgang something. It's something von Frankenstein, so I think it might just be Wolfgang von Frankenstein. It's something else. That but anyways, asshole. That asshole was talking shit about Kentucky, and I was like, well, fuck you, Walton Goggins said Kentucky was awesome. Yeah, that's true. But, uh. <laughs> well, the, the, the backstory on the Walton Goggins thing is you, you, you didn't want to go wait in that line by yourself for so long, so I offered to just go wait with you. And Doyle. You, Doyle. Doyle. Anyway, okay. Carry on. Uh, as you were. And I was I was honestly like, I wasn't going to jump in the picture or anything, but then he like waved me into the photo. So yeah, he just thought we were together. Yeah. Well, most people do when they see well, us. When you walk around holding my pocket, that's what happens. <laughs> so yeah, we did that, and that's what started the thing, and then we met Doyle. Mm-hmm. Did we get a picture with him? Oh, we did, because the picture with Doyle was like 10 bucks or something. Yeah, it was super cheap. It was super cheap. The only one we didn't do together was Shooter McGavin. It was like the first year I went to BCTC. Yeah. And I don't, we were all wearing kilts. BCTC to college? Yep, BCTC. I'm sticking by it. <laughs> Shooter McGavin was there. Shooter McGavin was teaching. teaching. Advanced short game. Because <laughs> you had Walton Goggins. I paid for uh, kilts. Uh, John Barrowman. Yes, we uh, saw John Barrowman from uh, Game of Not Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Fucking, uh, Arrow and, and uh, Doctor Who. Doctor Who, yeah. Torchwood. Uh, yeah. Torchwood, yep, exactly. So we did that, and then we met... Uh, Fucking super racist wrestling announcer Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. He who made me I love. Bag on my head. Yeah, you were wearing a, a Young Bucks t-shirt, t-shirt, and you had to put a bag over your head, which was fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> then and you then wore we... the exact same Young Bucks t-shirt the next day. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. And we met uh, Trish and Lita. Oh, I forgot about Trish and Lita. Uh, what's their team? What are they called? Like Team Besties. Team Besties. Yeah. yeah. So we met them, and they were cool because Trish. Was like, who did you like better, me or Lita? And I was like, you, duh. And it just worked. Out. It just worked. It worked out really well because you really wanted your picture with Trish, and I really wanted mine with Lita. So and Lita got so butthurt at me when I said, that. "I'm like, really? Like, she she was like one of the Maxim's like hundred hottest women of yeah. all time or something. Like, she's one of the greatest female wrestlers of all time. And, and I still love super fucking hot. I still love how I pitched it, and I was like, I just wanted to look like we were getting ready for a mixed tag match. So they yeah. both have these like badass looks on their faces. Julian and I are trying to look badass. 
while just simultaneously trying not to like mark the fuck out. So and cover our erections. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Goes without saying. Tape it down. So. Yeah, yeah. That was cool, man. Trish was cool. Um, who else did we fuck? Al Snow was there. Oh yeah, we did. We talked to Al Snow. Snow yeah. I didn't get a picture with him. That was good, because we had like five minutes to talk to him, because that was the first time they had the Rope Arena floor open, and it took fucking forever to get to the... Is that the Chuck Norris here? Yeah, that was the Chuck Norris here, and Emperor Palpatine. Yeah, that's right. So Ian McDermott? Ian McDermott, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) No, that's... That was uh, cool, yeah. Meeting celebs is always... You never know what you're going to get, but when you get that cool experience, it lasts with you, like... Rick Flair was cool. Like I remember yeah. meeting him. Yeah, we I paid the extra to have, you didn't join me for that one. I was in line with Flanagan for Flair probably the year before. Probably yeah, you'd already met him. And and uh Captain Chris even told me he's like if you go up there he'll point at the camera, but if you do the four horsemen, he'll do he'll that. do it with you. And I was like, "Hey champ, what's up?" And he's like, hey. "You know him. He's like 80 and he's on all mm. kinds of payments." He's like, Arr. I was like, oh, okay. And I just threw up the four, and he's like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like the one guy to do it that yeah. day or something. It was awesome. That was cool, man. Cons are fucking fun. Yeah, cons uh, are a blast. I met Jason David Frank. Uh, Boo! Yeah, no, no, because I'm telling this so I can tell you the other verse. So, me and Jason David Frank, and I'm super excited. Because we've, we've, been, we've been blowing sunshine up celebrities' asses. Wait, enough. Tommy the Green Ranger? Tommy yeah. the Green Ranger. Or Tommy Jay- the White Ranger? We both. Yes. Same person. Yeah. <laughs> Tommy the Red Ranger, Tommy the Black Ranger. Uh, he's been a bunch. He's been every single He can be a Ranger. whole fucking team just with his Rangers. <laughs> um, I was really excited to meet him because as a kid, he's the coolest Ranger. Yeah. yeah. You know, and this was right when he was starting to kind of get back into like the con circuit. Um, he was cool to me, uh, but throughout the day, I heard stories from people, and then I think it was like a year or two later, uh, I went back to meet him again for something, and you could tell, like, he started drinking his own Kool-Aid a bit, like, his prices jumped up, and everything was just, like, all about him, and it was, it was promoting, it was when he was trying to do that, like, uh, uh, TV show. The, oh, the yeah, My yeah. Ranger Life or whatever, My Morphin Reality or something like that. My Morphin Life or whatever. There you go, there you go. My motherfucking Morphin Life. And it was just like, dude, get over yourself. Like, I, I get, you know, you're there to meet your fans, but like, everywhere you looked on his table, he was trying to pimp something. Uh, and that kind of soured me on him a bit. Yeah. So, fast forward to, I want to say the next year, because he wasn't there because Austin St. John was there. And this was right when Austin St. John started getting back into the concert as well. Uh, and it's Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger, uh, if you're not a Power Ranger nerd, um, who had, he was on Body Morphin and then came back to do a season for uh, Zio. And then since then really hadn't done much with the show. He'd been off uh, doing, uh, you know, being a paramedic and stuff like that. Uh, he was just kind of starting to get back into like the cons. And you could tell he was genuinely touched like how huge his line was and the turnout to see him. Uh, he literally, when he got to his table, set his stuff down. I was like the third person in line to meet him. And then walked the entire line, shaking hands, saying, thanks for coming out, guys. It's it's, it's a long line, but we'll, we'll stay here until we get you. I mean, he you. stopped at like every single, because Flanagan and I were probably about like 20 people behind you or something. And he literally, like he legitimately stopped at every single person. And it was just, he was really nice. A lot shorter than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. Uh, but So I came up to him and I had this really kind of 
intricate photo idea I wanted to do. Now, first of all, the fact that he was doing photos at his table alone is a rarity because most of the time celebrities all have you know deals with the photo companies and you've got to go pay to get your you know professional photo. So that was cool. Then I had this really like stupid over the top idea for a photo. And maybe just because I was sort of like first of the day and he was cool with it. Uh, but he embellished every idea I had. The idea was, because I had my Red Ranger hoodie on and I had my power sword up there. Uh, didn't have my helmet yet. He had his helmet on the table. Uh, and I was like, this is going to sound kind of weird. But like, what I wanted to do is get a picture of me kneeling and you with the power sword like knighting me. And he goes, oh, hell yeah, that's cool, man. So we're starting to set the shot up. And he goes, hold on, hold on, hold on takes his helmet off the table is like you gotta you gotta hold that in the shop man i'm like oh okay okay like he not only was he cool with whatever i wanted to do like he was adding to yeah. it uh and then literally all he had to do was set it there and, and you know smile for the photo but he did the full-on like tap the shoulders i hereby dub the what's your name john john <laughs> sir john yeah it was awesome uh like the whole nine yards like was cool with everything went with everything and you know he wasn't trying to push t-shirts and you know his his Jesus didn't tap line of products <laughs> and all his he wait was, what Jesus Jason, Jason David Frank has a line of of like MMA gear called Jesus didn't tap yeah he has a giant fucking forum that says Jesus didn't tap and the T and tap is a fucking cross the look on your face <laughs> I've never been more ashamed <laughs> to yep. have been a Power Rangers fan than <laughs> right now if I ever see that dude in the streets. I'm just going to avoid him because I can't afford the lawsuit. But, but I would totally it, whoop his it ass. Was, it was total <laughs> night and day of, of seeing what JDF kind of became. Yeah. Uh, was just this like promotion machine. Wasn't he in Sharknado? Like one of them? Probably. I, I think. Know. Which one? Austin St. John or Jason David Jason Frank? David Frank. Probably. Probably. I think he was. What a fucking tool but bag. Austin St. John was the total opposite. Super humbled. Uh, just genuinely fun and nice to be around. It was you could tell he was there for the fans. Yeah. It wasn't about trying to promote this or make money or do. He was there like, you guys are here to see me. I'm gonna make sure you have a good time. Yeah. Which is the same way John Barrowman is. Like he yeah. came out and he he talked to the whole lines. Like, hey guys, we're getting ready to get started. Come up. This is what we'll do. Whatever you want to do. Blah blah blah. Yeah, He's like, so- I'll grab your dick. You grab mine. It's cool. When the celebrities uh parameters for a photo op are I won't kiss you on the mouth. If I kiss you on the mouth, I have to kiss everybody on the mouth. So yeah. no kissing on the mouth. That yeah. was his rule. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if that like and you know, you said you you don't ever wait around to like watch people get photos taken. But you, Jason and Flanagan were like directly in front of Julian and I and you were like, I'm gonna hang out and watch this. <laughs> we walk in <laughs> and Julian and I are like fucking schoolgirls because he just looks at us and goes, Gentlemen Am I doing a kill check? And then Unison were just like, yes, sir. <laughs> and, you know, then he's like, all right, guys, that one's on me. We're going to take a regular photo now. What are you guys going to do? And Julian and I are just like cloud nine. So he just gets in between us, like puts his arms around us. So we're just these biggest shit-eating grins on our faces. I've never really, I don't get starstruck because, yeah. I mean, celebrities shit and piss and put on pants the same way as everybody else. And it's just, I don't really get that excited about it. But fucking John was so cool. Yeah. That it just, I was he like, made you starstruck. He did. I got to jump in then if we're doing John Bowerman stories. The first year I met him was at, oh, what was it? Was it uh, the Shitty Con in Louisville that's closed now? Uh, yes, all of them. Fandom Fest or Fandom something like Fest, that? Fandom Fest, yeah. <clears throat> um, I think it was one of the last years they were running. Not in the mall? 
No, the, the it was like two years before that. It was <laughs> the one that was in the JC. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I went to that one. I got a story about that Are one. I do. Remind, remind me about oh, that yes. one. Um, but no, uh, this was right after season one of Arrow had wrapped, um, and I heard he was going to be there. I had just put together a Arrow from the show costume. It was the first time I wore it out of the of the apartment anywhere. But I was I was hyped to meet him. So I went down there Saturday night. Went just to meet him on Sunday. Um, plan was to get a pro autograph uh, photo and then get him to sign it. Someone told me, hey, it's a really short line at his autograph table. Go there first. So I went to the autograph table to get him to sign something else first, and then I'll go sign up for my photo op. So I'm there. He isn't at the table yet. I'm maybe 10, 12 people back. He comes, sits down at his table. And now this whole time I've been hearing about how shitty this con has been run. That, like, people were getting drunk and knocking over booths. And celebrities were getting ditched at the airport. Uh, or, like, just everything could have gone wrong had gone wrong. Apparently that was true. Because as soon <laughs> as he got to his table, he's like, Guys, here's the deal. I can't do free photos because I signed an agreement. But the, the lowest price I'm allowed to charge is 10 bucks. So you pay me ten bucks, I'll sign whatever you want, and we'll take as many selfies as you want. That's fucking. He was that pissed off at the way they had mishandled. I'm glad I didn't sign up for a pro photo op yet. So he finally gets to his table and sits down after giving his speech, and he he's getting sorted out, and he stops and looks up, and we lock eyes. Now everyone's there, and they're all like with their torchwood and their Doctor Who shit. Now they're dressed as fucking Green Arrow, and he locks eyes with me. Looks out across everyone else and just looks, points directly at me, and I get all giddy, like, <laughs> and then he mimes drawing and firing an arrow at me, and I was just like, <laughs> uh, super nice guy. I got out to him, paid him the 10 bucks, uh, we took a bunch of selfies, and he looked through and was like, oh, that's, that's crap, that's crap. Here, do this, do this again, do this again. He was taking the selfies, it was awesome. Uh, but yeah, just like he was entertaining, he was fun, he was worth every $10 I paid. Uh, he's just awesome. Yeah, I mean, when I went to see him, because after we got our picture with him, I went back to his table. Yeah, you went to his table. Because I, I had a pop that I wanted to get signed by him. And he signed that, and he was taking other pictures. And somebody was asking about his watch. He was sitting there, he was being really cool, and I was just being all quiet. I was like, yeah, I mean, I've already met him. Like, I'm kind of over it. And I was wearing the Young Bucks shirt like we were talking about. And he, he looks at me, and he's like, Young Bucks who likes to fuck. And he just, like, <laughs> whispered it in my ear, and I was like, uh, I just felt my dick move, and I just grabbed him, and I got real close to him, and I like smelled him. And he kind of looked at me, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's happening." <laughs> and then we, we took a couple more pictures, and he was like, "Okay, well, that was weird." And I was like, "You know what? I'm fine with it. Yeah. It's totally fine." Uh, so the moral is, if you can ever meet John Barrowman, meet John, do it. It's yeah, worth yeah, whatever they're asking. Yeah. Um, because I think I paid what like eighty for that photo op or something. Yeah, the yeah. professional one was eighty, yeah. and then the one at the the autograph and the uh, the Table selfies photo. was like fifty, yeah. I think. Which I mean, it's still worth it. Um, so I've got one more like good con story, and I'm going. We're getting in the wayback machine. We're going to uh, Dragon Con 2010. Hey. Um, and you know, I I it, it was a, a one note show for me. I was there for Futurama. They had the the Futurama panel on Saturday or on yeah Sunday afternoon. And I was I was there for that. And before the panel, I went to Billy West's table, and like the guy in front of me was just this fucking prick. Like nine hundred questions, you can tell Billy West is just trying to like get everything moving on. And I'm just like, this is not boding well for me. This is 
not going to be good for me. This is not like this dude's souring his taste and it's going to like, it's going to affect my photo or not my photo, but I was just getting an autograph and I was like, this is going to fucking ruin my little like conversation get to have with him. And it totally didn't. Uh, you know, we were just talking and we were like sitting there and I, I was trying to be like, I was really positive. I was really excited. I'm meeting fucking Fry. Future almost one of my favorite shows of all time. I have a hedonism bot tattoo. Like, can um, confirm. Can yeah. confirm. I've seen it. Um, and so, you know, he's like, man, he's like, you're really positive. I really like appreciate you because he's like, the thing I hate the most is like apathetic people. And he's like, the youth of today use a word that I absolutely hate. He's like, I just hate the word man. And I was like, I understand that. I understand that. And this fucking asshole that had been in front of me comes back up and is like, Trying to gank my conversation with Billy, <laughs> with Billy West. God, I hope Mike picked that up. I was about to say, do we think it picked up? Oh, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, yeah, the youth of today, they don't appreciate anything. They don't. And Billy West cuts him off and goes, look at this guy. Look at how happy he is to be here. Look at how excited he is. He's like, he is the prime example of everything wrong with what you're saying. And I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like... Trying to hold back laughter because I'm like Billy D or Billy D. Billy, Billy D. <laughs> Billy, Billy D. Give me a Colt 45, <laughs> Billy D. Billy West basically just told this dude to sit the fuck down, yeah. and it was amazing. <laughs> Fucking Billy D. <laughs> Can I tell a bad con story now? Yeah, yeah. Are we flip flopping already? We're not. Uh, we're we, we're all we're all over the map. We're all over the map. We can talk whatever yeah. we want. We talked about Doyle von Frankenstein, Doyle Wolf Gang, Wolfing, and fuckface, um, sucker, yeah. So, um, yeah, anybody talk shit about Kentucky can get fucked. I don't care if you were in the Misfits or not. Yeah. Remember when, like, Ben came to town for that convention we were doing out at the Clarion? The one we don't speak of? Yeah, we're going to... The Kentucky Cosplay Convention? Yeah, we're going to we're gonna talk about that briefly. Oh, boy. And mm. the thing is, we, we all made the best of a bad situation. Yeah. I, I had to work that yeah. Saturday. I showed up, and, I, like... Well, hold on, hold on. Let me preface this story. So, after Scarefest, the Ghostbusters are contacted by this guy... Uh, who says he's putting together a smaller convention uh, here in town. That's the Cos- Kentucky Cosplay Convention. Now, I learned a long time ago, if it's a new con and they're offering you a free table, you say yes. Because Lexington Comic and Toy Convention started as a one-day, Saturday-only convention. That was like 10 bucks to get in. That's what that started as. Look at it now. Yeah. You never turn down a free table if you can make it, if you can be there for it. So I'm like, yeah, sure, dude, we'll be happy to come out. And then a couple days later, uh, I guess he's, he's checking me on Facebook. He goes, dude, I love your Green Arrow outfit. Do you want to do like a Green Arrow table? Because they were going to have um, uh, Mike Grell, uh, author, illustrator of Green Arrow, come out. I'm like, yeah, sure, dude. Um, so I got like, Flagon was going to bring his, his Arsenal costume. We had speedy. a friend who was going to come and be a uh, target, shooty guy in target. Speedy? <laughs> well, don't call him Speedy. Was, uh, we had a, a, a friend who was going to come out and be Black uh, Canary for us, and I built a sorry built a whole display and things for it. And he, so this guy keeps hitting me back up and, and like sweetening. He's already sold us. He's already got us. He keeps sweetening the pot. He offers to give us free hotel for people who are coming from out of town. Uh, he offers to give us a cut of the door. Um, he wants to do a, a Mike Grell with Green Arrow photo op with me as Green Arrow. And he'll give me a cut of every photo we take. And I'm like, we've already said yes. He just keeps throwing more and more and more and more and stuff at us. So that's going into the con. I'm like, 
this is going to be a fun con no matter how it ends. Like, this this will be a good time. And then on my way to get set up, he contacts me and says, hey, we've got some booth space still uh, available if you know anybody around town who would want to, you know, get a booth for a day or something. I'm like, okay, cool. So I call, like, Russ at A-plus and some other places just to be like, hey, this con I'm going to has table space if you guys are interested. None of the people I contact even know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Then I get to the con. I'll let you take over. So I I think the con opened at like 10 a.m. or something. I show up after work, so it's like 12.15 by the time I get there. And I walk in. I'm like, The thing is, I guess from where there are so many people like working it and just being a hotel, I get there and I'm like, holy shit, this parking lot is packed. So I find somewhere to park. And I, I call you or I call somebody and you end up coming out to let me in. And uh, we walk in and it is literally just like everyone on the show. It is like everyone who has a booth are the only people there it is so bad and when i start talking to flanagan because he's dressed as spider-man he keeps having to like basically pull out his mask and like find a way to wipe his nose because he drove from bowling green with a cold for this shitty convention that we made the best of a bad situation we Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. did but somehow the Ghostbusters pulled in $75 at the table that yeah. weekend. I'm pretty sure just from selling Twinkies to people who were hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, uh, but if I'd been like the sci-fi photo guys at that point or any, anyone who had like, anyone who had driven from uh, Flanagan and was about as far as like anyone I'm willing to give like, well, you know, but no, for, I mean, there were, everyone had to lose money. Uh, yeah. uh, the dude who used to own when it was a thing, collectibles, etc. North. Yeah. He uh, mm-hmm. he made his money back, and he showed up with like a twelve pack of beer. So it was nice when I was talking to him. He's like, "Hey, you want something to drink?" I'm like, <laughs> thinking he's gonna hand me a coke or something. He just hands me a can of cougar bait, and I'm like, "Oh, fuck it." All right, then. So it was just like that's like the dark side of a convention. Well. <laughs> When we're at a convention for three days and we make $9 and we spend that in fucking Trulies at the gas station across the street. Uh, and I'll be honest, like, if it had been with anybody else besides you two, I'd have been fucking miserable. But between the three of us, I think we made it work. It was fun. I'll never do it again. <laughs> But we made the best of a bad situation. uh, Because we should have known walking into the hotel when it's in complete disarray and utter chaos because of remodeling. Y'all didn't have running water when you checked in. Yeah, they had to turn the water back on to the west wing of the hotel. Um, (laughs) There were just crackheads everywhere. and We're on that shitty part of Louisville. And it was just... Well, well, all right. (laughs) Shittier. Shitty... Not the shittiest, but shittier. Shittier, The East End is the shittiest. But, um, you know what? We should have went to the strip club. That's one thing we haven't done together. See, you got to come back next year now. (laughs) I think there's plenty of strip clubs in other towns. No, the uh, tell you what, we'll hit one before we, uh, Vet City. We jokingly yeah. refer to the, the cosplay con as the Kentucky Cosplay Trade Show yeah. because literally you walked in and it was just the people who were there at their booths. Well, no, and it was even funnier about how many people just bailed from Saturday to Sunday. Yep, like it was probably even Friday to Saturday. Well, I'll, I'll say two thirds full Saturday when we showed, or because I I still drove out there to hang out with you guys mm-hmm. Sunday, and we hung out for like I, I remember walking in being like. 
it went from probably like I said two thirds of sixty six percent full to like twenty five percent full overnight. Mike Grell never showed up. I don't know if he was ever going to be there or not. Yeah, um, the the one... guy that we booked everything through his Facebook account uh, Saturday night to Sunday morning just disappeared. Uh, wasn't answering phone calls or anything. Uh, when we were leaving, um, I went to drop off the key for the room that we had, and I saw the other lady in charge, like, talking to the people at the hotel about being overcharged for too many rooms and shit. And I was like, this is bad. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was everything you could have done wrong for a con. But, yeah. like you said, we had fun. We didn't pay for anything. We didn't pay for passes. We didn't pay for table. We didn't pay for the hotel room. Uh, the only thing I felt bad for was the people who gave up a weekend and drove three hours from Bowling Green to come be here. Yeah. But we had fun with Saifa Voda guys, and we met uh, um, um, Ribbons and Rivets. Uh, uh, I think I'm saying it right. I got chopped by uh, ECW female wrestler April Hunter. You did. Uh, well, and uh, can I segue that into my other being chopped by a professional? Segue whatever story? to whatever you want, baby. So it's the last year I did no laws when you're drinking claws. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the last. Cheers, motherfucker! <laughs> I think I'm empty. Mm. So it's the last year. Whitney, nah. <laughs> it's the last year we did um, hospitality at Scarefest. And no, it was the second. It was the second year I did it. And I get this uh, message from one of my friends who's doing the photo ops, and he's like, "Hey, John Morrison really wants to meet you." This is the same <laughs> friend who set me up to get chopped by April Hunter. So I'm walking down, and I already know what I'm walking into. And uh, so Flanagan filmed this, and I, I need to go back and put yeah, it on our. Yeah, need to get that on the, on the page. I need to get that on the page at some point. So we go down there, and my, keep in mind, my friend is running his photo ops, and so I get down there, and he's like, hey, uh, you know, yeah. And John just looks over at me, and he's like, oh, is this the guy that wants to be chopped? And I just look at Jay, <laughs> and I go, wants to be? <laughs> he's like, yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> so uh, we, I end up getting chopped three times because the photo messes up, and after the second time, like, I basically still hit the floor. But I stand back up and I'm like, oh, thanks, Miz. <laughs> and uh, so, you know, like, he keeps talking about how we have to, like, get the shot. And I'm like, well, if you have to get the shot, we have to get the shot. And, like, Morrison knows I'm just, like, ribbing him and talking shit. And I'm like, hey, man, remember when you lost the WWE title match to Miz and that falls count anywhere? Or the fact that you and the Miz lost to DX when you're, what, like, 20 years younger than they are? <laughs> And he's just like, oh, this is going to be good. And Jay is mortified. He's like, he's pissed him off. We have like 25 other people that we have to get photos for. This dude's going to walk off. He's so angry. Yeah, man, I paid for it on that third chop. Like, I had a handprint on my chest until Sunday. Um, As well, you should have. Yeah. Does he smell good? Does Morrison, like, smell like a Hollister or an Abercrombie & Fitch? Cause that's what I, th- I imagine he would mix smell it like. together. Smell, oh. smell nice, smell nice. No, good guy. And here's the completely opposite of how his TV character was. Such a nice and down to earth guy. He sat down and talked wrestling with me and Travis in the hospitality suite for like half an hour on Saturday. Everything I've seen about him, he is just seems like one of the most genuine fucking dudes. Yeah. What was what was his cunt's girlfriend's name? Melina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If we're gonna talk nicest celebrity. We already talked John Berriman. No, no, no. We have not yet talked about 
Ernie Goddamn Hudson. Yeah. The nicest celebrity you'll ever meet. The man who I accidentally knocked down one time. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> I have to share this story because it's one of my favorite convention moments of all time. Um, this was Horror Hound Cincy 2010-ish, I'm guessing, in there. Um, they had Ernie Hudson. They had William Atherton. Robin Shelby and somebody else I'm forgetting um, from Ghostbusters all there. They put them in one room. They then booked the Ohio Ghostbusters to be to basically fill that entire room. So me, Kemp, B. Rye, I think Grit showed up for part of that. Um, Who? Sorry, P. Pan's Grit. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, we were all there to help out the Ohio Ghostbusters staff run their tables and stuff. Uh, so we're there all weekend. And I think it was Saturday. Kemp was dressed up as Lewis Tully. If you never got to see Kemp do a Lewis Tully, mm-hmm. it was perfect. It was spot fucking on, and that kid did not drop character. No, all day until that hell until the colander came off. He was Lewis Tully. So during that day, while he's being Lewis Tully, this little kid comes in with a homemade flight suit and the pack, uh, you know, wearing cowboy boots, and his name badge says Rufio on it. And we're like. That's awesome. I don't know if that's his real name or not. Which, <laughs> yes, that was his real name. We found out later. Awesome. Um, but he keeps coming oh, up. Did, but awesome. The kid's name was the Rufio? kid's name was Rufio. 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 Like feet. Oh, yes. From fucking Hook. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, tell your neighbors I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway, he keeps he's, <laughs> Rufio keeps coming up to all the different tables and, and like. Checking out the gear and looking at that, and like he, he sees uh, um, my Maddie PKE meter and he pulls his little Kenner one out. I'm like, Yeah, that's awesome, we got the same one. Um, you know, we're, we're, everyone's loving this kid because he's awesome. And this kid, I don't know if he knows what kayfabe is, but this kid did not break. This kid was a Ghostbuster talking to other Ghostbusters, yeah. he was there to talk shop. Um, at one point, Good word, he, to, I'm so proud. I'm so proud. At one point, he sees the big Stay Puffed. Our little boy's growing up. <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> he sees the Stay Puffed inflatable we have in a corner. And he pulls his Kenner pack and he starts zapping it. And he's like, somebody back me up. So Kemp grabs his Kenner backpack that he had with him. Because fucking Kemp. Of course he Slings did. it over one shoulder and comes up and starts going, okay, let's get him. You know, in, in Lewis Tully voice. And they're zapping him. <sighs> so... I'm like, this is too cool. Like, his parents are just going nuts taking pictures, and everyone's like, oh, this is so cute. So I kick the electrical cord out, and Safe Puff starts to kind of come down a little bit because he's deflating. And then Rufio. Now, keep in mind, the way the room is set up, on the left side of the room are all the fan tables. On the right side are all the celebrities, and they're kind of funneled in outside through the, like, right corner uh, was where the fans are being. So all the fans are literally being held at the door. So Rufio... And Kemp as Lewis Tully can blast Stay Puffed. Without missing a fucking beat, Rufio looks over to Ernie, who happens to be in his jumpsuit at that point, and yells, Winston, get a trap. <laughs> to which Ernie looks to us across the, the hall at the table and is like, someone give me a trap. So we slide him a trap, he goes over, slides it out. So Rufio, Lewis Tully, and Winston fucking Zedmore are blasted or trapped and say puffed. It was awesome. Uh, and, and, and just the fact that, first of all, you know, he was watching like everybody else was. Oh, this is a cute moment. But the kid just, in character, not Ernie, not Ernie. Winston, Winston, get the trap. And Ernie's like, somebody give me a damn trap. Yeah. 
And look, those are the cool moments. Um, yeah. On, on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Not opposite, because he was still really cool about it. It was the first year he was at Scarefest. I think 2010, somewhere around there. Yeah. 10 or 11 sounds about right. Those are awesome. Um, so, I'm like... It was one of those really small booths that, like, if you have friends in and you're, like, the last person, you don't get to turn around. You have to back out. <laughs> so I'm backing out, and all of a sudden, I just... Someone hits me. We both hit the ground. Like, we both just eat shit. I stand up, and I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. I didn't see... I just knocked over Ernie Hudson. <laughs> you son of a bitch. He stands up, is the most... He's like, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. I was like, dude, you don't have anything to apologize for. That was on me. I'm sorry. He's like, are you okay? I was like, are you okay? Like, I, I'm asking about you here. This is me trying to be the caring one. And he was just, the night, like, so many people, especially celebrities, would just be absolute dicks in that scenario. And he was so nice. So incredibly cool. Understood that accidents happen. And was, like, overly nice. Like, shakes my hand, tells me, like, to have a good weekend and everything. I'm just like... That's awesome. I, I never need his autograph because I have the story about knocking him over. Now, that being said, get the fuck out of my house. Fair point. You knocked over Fair Ray point. Hudson, you monster. Yeah. yeah, what the fuck? That was an accident. <laughs> it's not like I did it on purpose. But yeah, every every time I've seen him at a con, he's just he's the nicest guy. It's my cousin. Really? Fair. You know him? Right, we'll talk about this. Okay, also. anyways. Uh, off topic. I was just going to let it roll. Um... <laughs> Yeah, Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Ernie. I haven't met him yet, and it aggravates me that you guys have. And I, obviously, I've never met Bill Murray, which is the Mount Rushmore for me. Did we we talked about that? Well, we got to go back to that. Who are our the big three uh, that we would want be? to meet the most at a con? I know two of my three right off the top of my head were hmm. Bill Murray, Kurt Russell, uh, Undertaker. Okay, Undertaker's probably number one for me. Uh, who would be my other one? So, I gotta think about my number three. Sigourney yeah. Weaver. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis would be up there too. Huh? Oh, hold on. No, let's not do this yeah. now. This Sorry, this yeah, could be a good topic to come back to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, could be a... Chris Hemsworth would be cool. Yeah. Yep. Those dudes are all like five hundred dollars though. Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think someone uh, you may have talked about it or someone I know like. They got the the three Chris photo op. Were you the one talking about this? Maybe. And they paid like seven hundred and fifty dollars for it because mm-hmm. it was Chris Pratt, Pratt Chris Evans, Evans and, and Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. God damn. Yep. Yeah, that's the. Uh, I mean, that's the the double edged sword of celebrity stuff. Is nice. usually if they're inexpensive, it's because I hate to say this, but it's because their career's on a downturn. Mm-hmm. Or they're kind of in the twilight of their career. I'd like to know how much Joe Bob's prices have gone up in 2019. Yeah, we got fucking lucky. Yeah. We, he was there right after the first marathon had aired. And like all this upswing love for Joe Bob was just starting. Because he was... It was 20 bucks for that group photo we got. For, for my selfie, the autograph poster... And three signed books. I don't think I paid more than sixty bucks. Yeah, that's awesome. That's fucking stupid legit. cheap. Yeah, uh, I hope he's raised his prices. He's he's underselling himself. Yeah. Um, I'd love for him to come back. I'd love to, I'd love to meet Darcy. Now that she's kind of shown more of her personality on the show, uh, she seems really cool. And she's not just hot goth girl. Exactly. Mm. Uh, but yeah, mm. no, we could we could. 
Yeah, we'll, we'll have to come back to like favorites or celebrities you would love to Mount Rushmore celebrities yeah. you want me to yeah. mention. That's, yeah, yeah. that's a great topic. Okay. I got to put Bill Murray on it, though, too. Cause Bill he's, Murray. He's I mean, the only living Ghostbuster I don't have an autograph that's for. Him. You met Aykroyd? Yeah. Um, Tell that o- story. In Ohio, 2011, 12 ish, something like that. This was. Uh, we were still living together. Yeah. Crystal Head Vodka uh, was just coming into the state of Ohio. And a place called Jungle Gyms was doing a crystal head bottle signing with Dan Aykroyd. So me, Kemp, and B-Rai took time off work, drove down there. Um, it was the same day the Maddie Collector Ghost Trap went on sale. Because we went down there at fucking 9 a.m. Signing wasn't until like 6 p.m. We were going to be there early. Um, but Kemp spent... <laughs> he made me drive... Because he wanted to be able to use his smartphone, because smartphones were a new thing still. So he could try to get the ghost trap from Maddie Collector as soon as it went on sale. Sounds about right. Yep. Um, so yeah, we get down there, we met up with Mike from the Ohio group, we hung out all day, we went and bought our bottles, uh, did all that. And then we were maybe, by the time we lined up, a third of the way back in the line. Um, bus had problems, so Dan got there late. Uh, but where the bus parked, I guess is they thought that was his spot, but it wasn't, it was about the halfway point of the line. So Danny just is walking the line to get to his autograph table, just, you know, waving everybody and Hey, Hey, can't wait to meet you. I'll see you soon. Hey, you know, just like trying to get to his table, but also trying not to just like blow past people Mm -hmm. gets to us for ghostbusters stops dead in his tracks. Goes GBs. All right. Get behind me guys. Let's go. And we're just like, Yes, sir. <laughs> when Dan Ackbar gives an order, you just say, yes, sir. Yeah. So we cut everyone in line. <laughs> Walk right behind Danny. Uh, and, of course, as soon as he gets to his table, there's news cameras and, and photographers that all want pictures so they can get the fuck out of there and cover something else. So every news camera, every paper you know, photographer, it's Danny flanked by Ghostbusters. That's awesome. Um, we got a bunch of pictures with, you know, we, 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 he signed the bottles cause the, the rules were he's only signing crystal head bottles and he's only signing bottles that were purchased at that store that day. Okay. Cool. We're not going to be assholes about it. I think yeah. Kemp bought like four bottles cause Kemp. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he signs our bottles. We're all like, thank you so much. This is great. And, you know, we get some pictures and, and we're kind of like getting our shit to leave. And Danny looks at us and goes, come on guys. And we're like, why is like, I know you got more. Come on. What else you guys got? Sign my pack. Like, literally, we're just like, what do I have? Like, we were trying to be nice and follow the rules. Sign my flight suit? Sign my arm, I'll get it tattooed later. Which is what I should have done. Uh, but no, so yeah, I was like, you know, would, would you sign my pack? Goes, yeah, sure, turn around, let me get the cyclotron. He's yelling out proton pack parts to me <laughs> to sign. Like, it does not get more amazing for me. Yeah, that was that whole day was amazing. Um, and thank thank God it was it was no it was the same year Ernie was at Scarefest because mm-hmm. when I met Ernie I got the group photo of the four Ghostbusters thinking maybe someday I'll meet somebody else it was not even six months later it was 2011 yep. yeah yep. not even six months later was that signing so I've got the group photo with both of them signed on now so yeah yeah that was awesome that was a good day man that's awesome God damn Kemp it. ended up having to buy his uh, his traps from a, a third party because he he uh, couldn't get his car to go through. Uh, no, that doesn't yeah, sound mm-hmm. like him. Still bought five of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> R.I.P. Hell yeah, man. Uh, I don't know anybody got any, any, any more stories? 
Those are all good stories. What, I mean, have we had any bad ones other than, you know... People being pricks. People being pricks. Body odor. Um, <laughs> the, like, the crazy one for Shit me turnout. is the, the first celebrity I ever met at a convention was Bill Mosley. Uh, you know, House of Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects. Cousin Otis, yeah. Yeah, Otis. And I've heard nothing but good things about him. And he was... He did not want to be there. He was like, I, he signed his autograph and was just fucking done with me. I tried to like talk to him for a second. No one was behind me. He was fucking done. Just like, okay, all right, bye. That's so, us. and I mean, you know, I've I've heard great things. I met him again with uh, Zach a few years later. He was super nice to both of us. So you know, I kind of got my like redemption there. Yeah. And. uh I do have a funny one. Okay. Sa- same year at Scarefest, I think the Ernie Hudson year. Um, one of my my buddies, Zach, one of his biggest celebrity crushes was Daniel Harris. I love this story. <laughs> Who's Daniel Harris? Daniel Harris, uh, Halloween, Halloween 2, um, Halloween no. 4 and 5, she's there a young girl in those. Yeah, okay. uh, Hatchet 2 and 3. Fucking nerds. Um, so, Google her. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. Google, Google that fucker. Google that shit. We'll uh, use Jebob terminology. So we're waiting in line, and, like, Zach is more nervous than, like, I'd ever seen him. He, like, was way too nervous, so he, he, like, kept his hands, like, down in front of him for the photo. And then she's like, oh, do you want a picture, too? And I was like, sure. I go up, I put my arm around her, we take the picture. And uh, Zach, like, she tells Zach bye or whatever. Then she turns to me and goes, I'll see you later. And Zach just looks livid at this point i'm like yeah and he was just so unbelievably angry that like i got the see you later and all he got was the bye (laughs) he was so mad that's funny right yeah oh yeah she's hot uh (laughs) i'd roll with that i don't do this but let me defend zach for just a moment because i don't get starstruck very often but last year two years ago two years ago Amy Jo Johnson was at Lexington Comic Con, and she's my first crush. And I was super excited to meet her, because she doesn't do cons a whole lot. She was like the one Power Ranger I hadn't gotten yet. I was crazy excited to meet her. Well, in her defense, let's think about every prepubescent boy that used to jack off to her. Her and Tori Mm. Wilson. I'm getting to that. (laughs) All right, hold on. Sorry, sorry. (laughs) God damn it. But, no, so I had this whole sweet story that I was going to tell her about. Like, growing up, me and my sister never really got along much because we never had common interests. Mm-hmm. Um, she was all Barbies and Polly Pockets, and I was, you know, Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and all that kind of shit. But the one thing we always had in common was Power Rangers because there was a pink Power Ranger, and her real name was Amy. So that, that got my sister to watch. She's like, that's awesome. We were watching for two... T- I was watching for the Kung Fu fighting and the giant robots, and she was there for the... Or Tommy and Kimberly going to kiss this episode, and who's dating who? Like that's you know whatever. We both watched the show. We bonded over. That. You were in for the action. She was in for the drama. Exactly. So I wanted to share that with her and thank her for inadvertently helping me and my sister come closer together. Real sweet story. I had it rehearsed. I was going to be nice and short. So we get there, and I get up to the table, and it just it's just like flipping a switch. Like because right up until the moment she's in front of me, I'm all good to go. And as soon as she's there, I was like. Hi. Thanks for coming. It's really awesome to meet you. And she signs. I'm like, thank you. I walk off. And I'm still in a fucking daze. And apparently you and Flanagan were behind me. Because Flanagan gets up and says, Hi, 
I don't have a cool story to show you like that guy did, but she goes, oh, he didn't tell any mean stories. <laughs> she goes, he must have chickened out. <laughs> Which is true, because literally as soon as I was walking out, like deer in the headlights, I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> but, I mean, it was awesome, and uh, I will kind of tell one on behalf of him, because I think he's, I've been there for a lot of the signatures he's gotten. Uh, Flanagan has the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie poster. With pretty much everybody. I, I think... Everyone that's, like, I think he might be missing, like, one person, but that's it. Yeah, it's pretty intense. But he has, like, I want to say somewhere in the vicinity of, like, 18 to 21 signatures on his poster. Mm-hmm. Everyone from, like, I think it's Five Rangers. Uh, Bulk, Al- Skull, Goldar, Alpha. Ivanus. Zed, Zordon, Rita. Yeah, it's, he's, yeah it, it's, it's awesome. It's covered in just all this stuff, and he has this, like, and I mean... It's awesome. It's literally like, and it's been so cool to see him go from like convention, convention, like unwrapping it, making sure it's like mm-hmm. in pristine condition. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it's been really fun to like literally follow him around and watch him get all these signatures and just watch it tell stories. And yeah. So. Well, there you go. Uh, um, any cool memorabilia or, or like it? swag or whatever you've gotten from cons any any like uh the bill mosley thing i got signed was a werewolf woman of the ss poster nice the movie that didn't even exist the trailer from uh grindhouse uh flanagan has a copy of clown house on (laughs) blu-ray yes he does (laughs) yes he does thank god it's a bootleg yeah uh i mean the first one i got signed was that walton goggins pop from hateful eight which was awesome um, we got up there and I asked him about it and he was like, you know, we had a group text, so you know, all the, he's like, yeah, me and Sam and all these other people. I'm like, you're talking about like Samuel Jackson and Quentin Tarantino and fucking, who was the dish, douchebag that was in the basement? Chris Evans. No. No, it wasn't Chris Evans. Try again. Uh, uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. He's like, yeah, Channing and all these guys. I'm like, you're just like name dropping just to be an asshole. Yeah. Like you hang out with these people. And he was like, yeah, but I definitely think mine was the best looking. He's like, look at this. Isn't this the best looking pop you've ever seen? <laughs> And I was just like, your teeth are like super white. Yeah. And he just, I don't think he heard me. And <laughs> Those were just veneers, like, okay. man. Those were veneers. Oh, they have to be. Yeah. He no. spent a small fortune. But he was so fucking cool. And the best part about it was he, you, we haven't mentioned this part, was he's shorter than Julian and I, as most people on planet Earth are. Yeah. So he's like on his tiptoes in the pictures <laughs> and everything. We're like holding him up in the air. Yeah. yeah. It was cool. He was really cool. Yeah. What have you heard, you? have you heard the, um costume contest story which I, one i have i okay. think is this okay. the one i think it's the one we're talking about the this same was one. like oh eight oh nine scarefest yep. the first year we went uh this is this is the bad celebrity story um because fuck these assholes um oh yeah yeah uh so Kemp, yeah we were going to scarefest i'd never heard of it before it was the first year i was going kemp was supposed to come pick me up he was seven hours late because kemp Um, Yeah, but he's determined that we're going to go down there anyway, uh, even though they're going to close in like an hour. He wants to go down, so I'm like, fine, whatever. You know, I took time off work to do this. I'm like, fine, whatever, let's go. So we get down there literally as they're like escorting people out of the convention hall into the lobby area where they're going to do the costume contest. We didn't know this walking in there. But we're there in full Ghostbuster gear. So everyone just assumes we're there for the costume contest. So this lady comes around and goes, I don't think I have you guys down yet. What are your names? And we're just like, I'm uh, just telling her our names. She goes, okay, cool. And, and are you the, the beginner, intermediate, or professional? You guys have to be professional. Signs us up as professional cosplayers. 
Like, uh, okay. Like, I have no idea what the fuck just happened, but all of a sudden now we're in a costume contest. So we get up there and we do the Ghostbusters commercial from the first movie, you know, you're troubled by strange voices in the middle of the night kind of thing. And do a big pose and show off the gear. And yeah, I'm like, oh, that was fun. That was cool. It's us and, like, in this category, us and, like, five people who work at local haunted houses. Like, fucking clown guy. You know, his skids are on the, on, on the floor. He was in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. And other people who, who work at haunted houses. <coughs> Which is not to say they're bad costumes, but it's off the rack shit. It's, you know, a mask here. and It's, it's stuff that's readily available, whatever. <clears throat> the judges for the costume contest are Asshole 1, Asshole 2, and Asshole 3 from Ghost Adventures on whatever fucking channel that was on. They're the judges. Not just, like, a guest judge. They're all three of the judges for this contest. So at first we're like, well, they're on a ghost hunting show. We're Ghostbusters. Shooing. Good Boom. to come. No, we lose to a guy who had a pig mask and a chainsaw. Gay. Kemp, <laughs> fucking love him. As soon as they announce, and the winner is, you know, whatever, the piggy face guy, Kemp goes, fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to to this day, I hate the Ghost Adventure guys, because fuck you assholes. I, I thought you were going to tell the story about where you judged a costume contest, when they asked you to introduce yourself, you said, if I wasn't uh, judging this, I'd be winning it. Actually happened. I remember the okay. story, but okay, you're yeah. gonna tell it then. No, that that's pretty much the entire story. You okay. judged the costume contest, and when they asked you to introduce yourself, you were a dick about it. <laughs> okay. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. I believe you. I don't remember. That's fair. Yeah, I've never been in a costume contest because I I don't cosplay seriously. I hate I hate the whole idea of the of contest. Yeah. And, and, and and honestly, that that first uh, experience didn't set a good bar. But it's it's the point of being of cosplay is not to to win a it's contest. To have fun. It's, yeah, yeah. If, if so. you're doing it competitively, you miss the point of cosplay. It's to act out your fantasy with two like big titted goth chicks because you're pretending to be a vampire. <laughs> I mean. What? I'm I think I totally missed the I'm not topic here to, of no, what no, we're talking no, about. We're not here it. to kink shame, man. Whatever okay. you nailed it. Okay. All right, you want to put this baby to bed? Sure. More? I mean, I got nowhere to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any Please. other con stories, celebrity or otherwise? Anything rattling around you're thinking of? Uh, I know. Uh, cons. Okay, what cons have you not been to? You'd love to go to E3. Okay. Expand. Easily number one. Uh, the older I get, the more I'm realizing the two loves of my life are video games and pro wrestling. You forgot porn. Uh, well, you know, that goes without saying. Sorry. Um, but E3, <laughs> E3's always been one of those things Game I really wanted porn? to check out. Game midget wrestling porn. Game black midget wrestling porn. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since they've turned it into this big, like, monster of, like, panels and demos and that kind of shit. Mm. My, my dream has always been to, like, get us press passes. So we don't have to go in when they allow the general public in and shit. Right. So we can go to some of these panels and, you know, when they have Keanu Reeves showing up to, like, show off your the game and that kind of crap, like, that's, you know, saying a lot. And, You're amazing! Yeah. And they have, uh, you know, Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze and Alexa Bliss <laughs> playing a Gears 5 demo on Twitch for people. Like, I mean, that's just the kind of cool shit you want to check out. And it's always seemed like something that would be a lot of fun to go to and experience, so... So my tongue and cheek one is obviously AVN. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, because there's just something about Vegas and porn stars 
Uh, it just seems awesome. I don't know. And all the videos I've seen, like, I'm being legitimate. Like, they all seem, like, really appreciative. Of the uh, obviously, if you're not, like, the, the fat, sweaty nerd that's just sitting there dropping all kinds of money to so you can see what their butthole looks like. But, like, they seem to be, like, if you're a normal guy and you're not going to, like, try and finger them while you're taking a picture with them, they seem pretty cool so with you're it. They're out? Always, so you're out. I mean, I'm... I'm only wanted in three states. He'll be on his best behavior. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't get banned from Vegas. It's my favorite place on earth. That's okay. So we need to get Captain Chris on some press passes. Yeah. Stat. Okay. To the gotcha. AVNs. Yeah. But legitimately, like, uh, I mean, San Diego Comic Con. That's yeah. like the, the the granddaddy of them all. I mean, American wise. I mean, I know it's become super fucking uh, commercialized. Commercialized. Well, see, and that's where a lot of dick. At, I mean. Uh, that's it's so fucking fake what, anymore. But what puts me off San Diego Comic Con? It's not even the pretentiousness and that the studios are taking it over. I'm fine with that. Um, if you say, "Hey, John, do you want to go to Hall H and see whatever Marvel's going to show this year?" Fuck yeah, I do. Yeah. What kills me with San Diego Comic Con is they've outgrown that venue five years ago. Mm-hmm. It's packed to the gills. They no longer sell weekend passes. You have to buy an individual day pass. So if you want to go all three days. You have to buy three individual day passes. Which are probably, what, 150 bucks a piece? Probably. I haven't looked for a while. Uh, and then hotel venues, fucking forget about it. You're talking a couple grand for a hotel room. And I don't even mean like a nice hotel room. I mean like the fucking Ramada Holiday Inn whatever bullshit. That the you Red Roof Inn is $450 yeah. a Yeah, because they can because it's San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Like it's, it's everything, all the logistics of going to the con, maybe just because I'm a fucking old man now. But like... I don't, I, I can't, it, it's not, I don't think it'd be worth it. Just all this shit to even get to the fucking, you know, hall, the venue to get in just it sounds fucking like a nightmare. So but maybe then, I'm just an old crank. Then what's your, what's your go-to? I'd love to get back to Dragon Con, even though everything I just said about at San Diego Comic-Con. Same. Repeat for Dragon Con. Uh, maybe 20% not as bad, but like, yeah, they've out, they're in six hotels now. Um, and that's mostly for the people like me and Kemp for four years in a row. We're at Dragon Con every year and there's a whole bunch of people doing, you know, Alabama Ghostbusters, Louisiana Ghostbusters, those kind of people, uh, who I like became our con family that we would see once a year. Uh, and I haven't seen any of those people in a long time. So for me, it's not so much about the con- convention itself as it is getting back there and seeing those people. Um, one of my favorite convention moments of all time. And the thing that, when I graduated college, I was done with the Ghostbuster thing. It was a fun thing we did in college. We all kind of were moving apart. I figured it was done, whatever, cool, fine. Kemp said, no, 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 you got to come to one of the big cons. you got to come see, like, the rest of the community. Basically, hogtied me to my first Dragon Con. Saturday, walking in the parade at Dragon Con, flanked by 90 other Ghostbusters and 7 Ecto-1s. It was the most out-of-body experience I've ever had. I was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. It's not just us three nerds in Kentucky. Like, I know there's people on the internet who build shit and whatnot, but, like, here we all are in person. That's what got me hooked, and that's what gets me still doing it today. Um, that moment was amazing, and that's a Dragon Con moment. Like, you you can't replicate that at any other con. Yeah. That's only a Dragon And I don't think they stopped doing the parade as of last year. Really? I think I know they were going to cut it. They might have petitioned to get it back in, but I know they're they're trying to cut the parade out. 
So yeah. why? What's wrong with the parade? I don't know if it's a city thing or logistic. I think I think the crowds have gotten so big they can't close mm-hmm. off the streets that long. I don't know. Um, they do it every fucking night at Universal Studios. So what the fuck? They can control all that. Pussies. <laughs> I'm, I'm that's, a, that's a theme park, not you know downtown Atlanta. I was kind of expecting you to say like D twenty three or something like that. D twenty three would be awesome to go to, uh, but that's just because I'm a fucking Disney nerd. Uh, and I'd be the guy who's freaking out about like the Disney Parks panel. Yeah. Not so much like the, hey, here's what Marvel and Star Wars are going to do. Uh, like, Not to say I wouldn't nerd out about yeah. that, but like, yeah, Bob Iger's going to come tell me what all of you know, the theme parks are going to have the next five years. Like, yeah, that's what I would nerd out about. But yeah, that D23 would be awesome. I'm waiting on like Shudder or someone to put together like a true to form like horror. God, that'd be awesome. Um, horror hat is kind of all you really have. Right? Yeah. And... No, nothing against horror on. No. And, I mean, you know, Scarefest tries. They're getting better. Yeah. Do they still have... Did I miss Scarefest? No, I was at Scarefest this year. Did they have the weirdos, remember, like, just the freak parade that's over in the middle and they're just, like, dancing to, like, Power Man 5000 the circus people? I do yeah. not believe they were there this, yeah. uh, this really? past year. Yeah. They were gone and, uh, you know, you didn't have 18 fortune tellers or any of that kind of crap. Well, part of that was there's a lot less space to work with right now at that venue. Uh, and I will say this, I love that they've taken all the paranormal people and put them off into one corner. Yeah. So if we blew up that section of the... <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't, all, yeah. if you don't want to get uh, bombarded by 18 different ghost hunter groups who want to talk to you about oh, really God. ghost hunting, you just avoid that corner of the con. So I still remember like <laughs> the first, my first real con as a Ghostbuster was Scarefest, what, 2015? Sounds 2016, right. something yeah. like that. And I go there and I Swear to God, you fuckers set me up because the guy that was dressed up like 1960s Batman and his wife was Batgirl <laughs> came up to me. We did. And I was like, oh, hey, what's up? I was trying to be super friendly, you know, because I was a rookie and I was like, you know, I got to do whatever I got to do, you know, I got a free pass. Everybody's being really cool with me. Uh, I got to fucking talk to people. So I'm going to talk to this guy. <coughs> and that motherfucker. <laughs> Sat there and talked about how he was a real ghost hunter. Like, not not the fake bullshit that was on TV and then that were at the con. He was, like, the legit ghost hunter. And that uh, the Fayette Urban County government was hiding something from him because the Kentucky Theater, like, is off the charts in paranormal activity. There's been multiple deaths. And, uh, like, the magistrate is hiding it from him because they used to let him go in there and poke around. And then the owner kicked him out. They're not allowed to touch it anymore. And I was just like, "Okay, you're dressed as Adam West Batman. <laughs> you're bitching about a theater that you're not allowed to go to anymore. It's probably because you're trying to grab dudes' dicks in the bathroom. It's nothing to do with ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> you're going all retard strong on penises. And you, your wife over here, who's been like blowing snot bubbles for the past Ugh. ten minutes, just like, I think she pissed her pants as she was standing there. Like, she was obviously fucked in the head. And I felt bad for her. I wanted to check on her, but I didn't want to touch her. <laughs> and fucking Adam West just kept rambling on. And he was like, you know, they're hiding something. They have to be. And I was like, I just... The Lexington. Can, like, can I tell the flip side of that story? Is this what it's going to be every time? Because if it is, I'm going to start kicking the shit out of John and every Ghostbuster I see. The flip I side to, of that interject is, real quick okay. and be like, as someone who worked, like, government adjacent for seven years... 
the Lexington local government is not smart enough to hide anything <laughs> like that. Flip side of that story is that, yeah, that guy and his wife are there every year. They're always very nice. They always come make a donation, so we're always very nice to them. They are. But yes, they are. They are. They're an Akbar. They're a trap. You'll get stuck. <laughs> so as soon as we saw them walking up, <coughs> and I saw you take the first step, <laughs> it was me, B. Ryan, and Ben, or someone. We're all just like step back. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> motherfuckers just it's like, fed me to the wolves. Just let him take that one. It's yeah. like all right, uh, everyone who's guilty step forward, and like one person starts to edge forward because they think everyone's going to, and then the other person's just like holding everyone <laughs> else back. God damn it! I'll but never forget that little fucker. That that is a rite of passage uh, to be a Western Kentucky Ghostbuster. You have to get cornered at Scarefest by a quote real ghost hunter. Uh, so they can tell you all about how they are the real deal. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, a rite of passage. How their grandmama and them have been haunted by specters out in the wine cellar. So you know what? People that have been abducted by aliens and wake up the next morning with their anus hurting. Silver lining. Hello, boys. I'm home. <laughs> that gives you and Pete Pan's print something in common. God the only damn. time I've seen him get mad enough to almost punch somebody was when he got cornered by some lady who kept telling him that uh, spirits were really demons and he needed to get right with Jesus and read his Bible. I remember somebody came up to me and they were like, so do you do like real ghost hunts? Do you believe in spirits and specters and anomalies and all this crap? I was like, no, no. <laughs> I like Bill Murray. Yeah, it was a funny fucking movie. I liked it. The special effects were awesome for like 1985 or whatever it was. Four. Four. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I'm good. I'm not. And then she, she whoever it was, I can't remember if it was a male or a female or trans or whatever the fuck they were. <laughs> um, you know, an other kind from Mars that had a tail. And they were just like, they looked down, they like were ashamed of me because I said I didn't believe. Do you believe? No. Of course not. It's a fucking movie. And they're like, something, boy, you need to do you, your... You need to get right to Jesus you need to read your Bible. You need to study because this shit is real. Your soul is on the line. I'm like, how about you get the fuck out of here? Yeah. So the the company line is if there's a steady paycheck in it, we'll I'll believe it. I'll believe it. Yeah. Thanks, Ernie. I'm just like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Yep. Every time, get the nope. Get the fuck. Up. I have not had enough white claws to mm. deal with you. Is today. there enough white claw in the world? No. I, there's a shortage. I Every know. time I go to Kroger, they're sold out. It's a bummer, man. No matter how many white claws you have, there's always some other dude for, from some other group. And like, I can't begrudge someone from having a weird weekend hobby. Like, if you all, you and your friends get together with your your Humvee vests and your EMF detectors and your night vision cameras and your EMF detectors and, and your, your 511 tactical yeah, pants. Your other pseudoscientific bullshit that you have because the assholes on Discovery Channel use it on the TV. Uh, look, that's fine, dude. If you all want to get together and poke around old barns and shit, have fun, man. I can't begrudge you from having a, a weird habit or a hobby. But um, don't bring it to our group that is obviously just dressed like people from we're a. We're clearly cosplayers. Yeah. Uh, with gear and props, there to raise money for a charity. You have a really ghost hunt? No, I just really, really, really enjoy that awkward blowjob scene in that movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just here for the pussy, man. <laughs> <laughs> You're but... in the wrong, wrong, uh... It worked for Bill Murray. It's gotta work. I mean, suck it in, boys. We're Ghostbusters. 
Um, <laughs> I mean, God damn it, though. Those fucking guys. Like, how do those shows keep getting renewed? They, 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 they're, they're, they're dirt cheap to make. Are they the CW where, like, eight people watch it and it gets renewed for three more seasons? They were on, a lot of them were on sci-fi. They're for, super cheap to make, and there's enough people out there who believe in it that they make money off it. Like, that's... I keep saying, like, I wish, you know, Scarefest would quit booking all these people, but they've got to be bringing something in, or they wouldn't quit letting them back in every year. So, like, I know the one year... The Ghost Brothers, you remember those two? Yeah. <laughs> the main guy from Ghost Adventures, I can't remember his name, but he had a book one year. Isn't there some, like, Baggins dude or something or another? I don't know his actual name, but yeah. he, he was, and I kept saying, like, why the fuck are they bringing this guy back here? But legit, dude's table had a line all weekend. Yeah. The, the most douchebag story I can tell about any of those guys is I was leaving one day. I was leaving to go to the uh, the after party because my live art homies were setting up there to draw. And I leave, and one of the ghost adventure dudes is sitting in the bar at the Marriott. Is that what's attached to it? The Hyatt. The Hyatt. Hyatt. He's sitting in the bar at the Hyatt watching his own show, like hoping people will come up, come up and like try and talk to him about it. It was kind of satisfying to see him sitting alone. He's like, oh, oh is that you? Oh, did you find one this time? Oh, maybe next time. Because you're the worst hunter on, on planet yeah. Earth because you've never caught anything. It'd be like Craven if he never caught like a cat or anything. He'd be like, I'm not scared of you. You've never caught anything. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, the yeah. only guys who have a 0% success rate yet continue to have a job. God damn it. Oh, and Kirk Hawkins. Well, not anymore. Yeah, He's got like three wins now. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Uh, no, it's like, look, I get people, you believe what you want to believe, as long as you're not hurting somebody else, have fun with it, but uh, yeah, it gets really annoying. Yeah, uh, don't believe your soulmate is trapped in the anus of a six-year-old boy, and we'll be fine. <laughs> That's where we draw the line <laughs> at this show. Yeah, we, we draw the line at kid diddling, I'm just saying... <laughs> <laughs> Alright then. <laughs> Alright, so to wrap it up, uh, fuck ghost hunters and go to a convention. They're a ton of fun. Yeah. Yeah, come and meet us sometime. We'll uh we'll totally disappoint you in person because we're not near as good looking as we sound. Bring white claw. Bring white claws. Uh I might get like weird and slap your sister. So 